Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Afternoon FM. Today, I am joined by Stills by Christian. Yes, sir. He's out here, he's a very talented photographer, Patterson, New Jersey native. And uh, we're going to go a little bit into this man's life and his story. And, uh, yes, sir. Thank you for joining me today, bro. Thank you for having me, man. A little impromptu, actually, didn't come in for the podcast, <laughs> but uh, here we are. Man, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's how it happens sometimes. And that's how, like, all the photos on the top of too, This bro. is how, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I was about to say, that's how this whole thing really happened. This whole, like, photography. Whole life, bro. Before the, before the podcast, we were just having, like, a pretty philosophical, like, conversation and fucking, uh... I was like, yo, we, we, we gotta get we gotta get this episode. <laughs> yeah, he literally literally cut me off like, yo, yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just getting some good podcast. Man. But uh, yeah, man, uh, fucking the, me, we, we actually go way back, man, back to like middle school and shit. And on some serendipitous shit, I saw you like many, many years later at a at a random event. We both happened to be photographing at the same time. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, no, I didn't know you were a photographer either, bro. Bro, I, f- I forgot all about your whole existence. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, who? Who are you? And then you were like, remember Vice City? I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, bro. That's I don't even long. remember. The, I don't remember the teacher's name. I, just, I really remember a lot of Vice City. And I remember... Uh, a lot of Viva La Bam back then. I was a fucking a skateboard. Remember that uh, some kid, uh, Terrell McDuffie? Yeah, yeah, he used to live down the block from me. What happened to that guy? I have no idea, but I know that his uncle is a pastor in the city. Like in New York? No, in like Patterson. Oh, okay. It was like uh, the McDuffies are like all over the place, man. Where? Yeah. I've run into a couple people that have been like from like that class we're talking about like memorial school in west patterson bro fucking yeah. uh yeah uh, yeah terrell used to live uh, i lived on rose place and terrell was on haverhill i used to chill with him too i used to chill with the chick uh too had the one leg remember stefania now all right no, fair enough i don't think i remember <laughs> to be yeah bro fucking that and the redlings emery and fucking car i was actually in like uh it wasn't a gang it was like fucking, uh, like it was just a, like a click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like the DYB people, the Dem Young Boys and BDB. I think, I, yo, I think I remember that, bro. I'm not going to lie. That's it was crazy. weird. Back, uh, like you're like unlocking shit that I don't locked away in my mind. Bro. <laughs> like, yeah. This is like, the, we're like in the archives right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a fucking video reaction. But the archives still. of my brain right now. Yeah, man, fucking, uh, it was weird because, like, after that sixth grade shit, like, like, we'll get into your story if you want to, uh, but after that, man, I ended up going to Sussex County, and I fucking, uh, I was there for, like, two, three years, and yeah. then around, like, freshman and uh, sophomore year of Manchester, I had started to, like, or, no, it was junior year, junior or sophomore year, I started to walk from, like, Hailden to fucking West Patterson to hang out with those guys, I missed Damn. them. Yeah, I was chilling with the Redlings, and it was like they had a there was like a fucking like a teenage clique of people. We would like hang out at those towers that are at the top of the fucking. Uh, those guys. Are yeah, the t- the towers that are on the top of fucking in West Patterson. Yeah. We would just like hang out in basements and just chain smoke mad cigarettes. And fucking, uh, I was in DYB. I was their tiger. I used to tag. And it was so. Weird. So by the time we were in PV, you stopped coming around, right? No, I, I, I start I was when they were in P V I was there but I didn't actually ever go into oh, okay. P V. I like only hung out with fucking Emery Ricardo and, and Redlands. You know Rob Perez and stuff like that? I don't remember. I remember the one kid Dennis. The fucking uh no, okay. The the Croatian kid. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And the fucking uh Ardalan. Oh, okay, I remember that dude. Yeah. That guy was cool, man. That was a nice kid. I don't know, man. But yeah, fucking, I kind of dipped. Fucking, uh. Yeah, and then uh, after that, man, I fucking. I moved to Union City. And then I had a. I mean, it was my roommate for like two weeks. Oh, yeah, you told me. <laughs> that. Yeah, shit was nuts, bro. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was fucking. 
Shout it's out. like a, it was trying to be a DJ at like Pasha or some shit. I think it's yeah. Pasha. Yeah. Shout out to Emery, man. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere wherever you are, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. I still talk to him. Yeah, um, word. I, he's actually working at the Brownstone. He still he still DJs. Really? All right, where is he um, still is he still going under Turk Turk? I'm not I'm not completely <laughs> sure, but um, he hired me to to take photos at one of his events. Yeah, word. Like uh, last summer. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let's go into the thing. So, bro, tell me, tell me a little bit about like your childhood. Like, tell me about like growing up. Word. So, like, you know, as we were just saying, the whole sixth grade thing. It, like, that whole situation was so stupid, bro. Like, so w- w- what happened was I was with. Uh, you don't have to talk about that. Bro. Terrell. <laughs> no, 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 no. But right, cool. cool. <laughs> uh, I was with. Terrell and I forgot who else. It was a few other people, but we were playing ball yeah. at the same basketball court that I was playing ball with my son the other day. That's, yeah. that's why I was telling you, like, this shit's crazy, bro. Yeah. And then he goes, I bet you, I bet you, like, you know, like, just like some little kid shit. He goes, I bet you, you won't slap the shit out of Anthony Yanez. <laughs> and I was like, what? He goes, yeah, I bet you won't. And I was like, all right, bet. So I walk up to Anthony. And I smacked the shit out of him, you know? Damn. <laughs> I turned around. I turned around to walk back. I was, like, you know, all cool and shit. And out of nowhere, he, like, he grabs me from behind, picks me up and slams me, and completely airs me out on the blacktop. Yeah. Big dude, too, man. Yeah. And, mm. like, and like you know, when you get aired out, you can't breathe and you can't do shit. So yeah. I was just laying there, like, Ugh. you know what I'm saying? It was, it was super embarrassing. So I... I blame the music I was listening to at the time, which was G-Unit. I was listening to a lot of G-Unit, and I was playing a lot of Vice City. Dude, I remember that, too. No, I remember that, because I remember I fucking, like... I think you had the bla- the baby blue G unit shoes. Shoes, the yeah. black one. Yeah, bro. Yeah, now you got the archives with me. I had the G unit shirt. I had the the coat. I had you everything. had the baby blues. I remember yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I took it upon myself to, like that day I went home. It's crazy. I went home. I grabbed a kitchen knife. I put it in my book bag, and then I was gonna stab the kid the next day. And mind you. I was really gonna do it. Like in my mind, Damn. I was I was actually gonna fucking do it. So yeah. uh, at the time, he was dating that girl Chelsea. The fucking uh, Chelsea. I forgot her last fucking name. Fucking last. She was the Italian chick. I forgot her fucking name. Yeah. And but, she lived on Haverhill too. Chelsea. I, I, forget, I forget her last Fuck, name, bro. but it's yeah. like on her the and Samantha my Dorsey. Yeah. Chilling with her. I forgot yeah. the fucking other chick's name. So Capo. Chelsea Capo. Yeah. Damn. Son. Damn, I don't know how I don't know how you got that. Nah, because their fucking dad used to fucking drive a motorcycle down Haver, uh, down Rose Place all the time. My dog oh, okay. used to chase that shit. So, <laughs> so she heard about the whole situation. She snitches on me, right? Mm. So the principal came into the office. I mean, oh, uh, into the classroom. Yeah. Right, and and then, mind you, I already knew what the fuck was going on. Because I had heard from some of the other kids. This is middle school, too. I heard yeah. from some of the other kids that I was being snitched on. I'm like, okay. Right? So, principal walks in. He tells me to g- get my bag out of the closet and meet him outside. So, I already knew what time it was. Yeah. So, I walked to the closet. And Terrell walked to the t- um, over there with me. Yeah. And he was like, yo, put it in my book bag. Yeah. He, he opens up his book bag. He tells me to put the knife in his book bag. So I put a real it in, one. A real, yo, a real shout one. Shout out to Terrell, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mind you, we're in sixth grade and this is going on. So I, I, I threw it in there real quick. Boom. I walk out. He goes, why are people telling me you got a knife there? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I was I was just saying that because I was pissed, you know? Like, yeah. And he looks through. He did, like, um, he didn't find nothing. Boom. Somebody told him that I hid it in Terrell's bag. Ah. So he came back and then he pulled both of us out. And then I took all the blame. I was like, I was like, nah, I made him do that. Like, you know, I don't want him to get in trouble. Yeah. So then, at the time, this was already the second time I got caught with a weapon in the school. Damn, bro. And you know, n- n- not for nothing, but how the fuck did they snitch on Terrell? There was That's a lot crazy. of white people in that school, yeah. and I was one of the only Spanish kids. You know, at the time there was like what five of us. Yeah. So 
they had a whole educational board meeting type of shit about this whole situation. I had to go in front of all these old ass people and apologize, and they didn't give a fuck. So then they sent me off to some school where I was in the school where everybody that was in that school had gotten expelled from public school. Do you feel like it helped you a little bit? Like not the fucking like the whole thing, but the fact that like you didn't, you didn't like fucking like actually fucking hurt the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing. I feel lot. like if I would have went through with that, um, my life would have went in a whole different direction in in the worst way possible. Yeah, bro. That's like kind of. You know what I'm saying? I was 12 years old. I probably would have been in jail until I was 18. You know. Yeah, bro. Fucking like. And uh, and who knows how bad it, it, it could have went. I could have ended up killing the kid. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, it's serendipitous shit, bro. It's weird because it's like a lot of shit in life ends up being like that, bro. I had went through a murder situation myself. Like, not fucking like me murdering somebody, but like happened on my 27th birthday. And it's weird. I, I like, I test like not all the shit to... Uh, to like oh this is just whatever like you know it could be like whatever probability but i feel mm. like a lot of shit bro is fate and our lives are kind of pre-directed in these in these ways bro because there was a thing bro i had to like hide a murder i was terrell in the situation uh, i was terrell but but, but as a grown-ass man yeah yeah was, so was, you knew the the real consequences behind that because at the time i don't think he realized what he was doing yeah you know? he was just trying to help his friend bro I feel like Terrell might have felt a little guilty, too, because he was like, yo, why are you telling him to smack the shit out of this guy? <laughs> it just became this old thing. I didn't even think of that. Mm. I wonder if he's... I actually fucking saw... I think I ran into him on fucking... On, on like, a Facebook suggestion. See, that's the thing... I, and that's the thing I was telling you about earlier. Like, if I saw him right now, I wouldn't even fucking know. Because yeah. I don't even remember how he looks. He was a black dude. I know he was. <laughs> I know he was dark skinned, but I don't remember like. Yeah. And I, like, I know he used to play football, so he was a little stocky, but I don't remember exactly how he. Used nah, to nah. I remember. I remember. He was actually one of my first few friends, man. Yeah, like, me back too. Back in the day, yeah, yeah like me too. Because he lived. A, he lived a fucking to the remember street over to the right. Some white kid who used to live over there. His name was Sonny. I have bad memory too But man. like he He moved out before The 6th grade situation happened mm. But he was like Super cool with me and Terrell I think I think I, I think I know who you're talking about But I don't know like, Yeah it is So You know And then th That happened in 6th grade So from 6th to 8th grade I was in that school But I wasn't like Stupid or anything Like So by the time eighth grade came, they're like, "Yeah, he's reformed. Like he yeah. could go back to public school." But I was, I was just pretending, really. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that school that, that they put me in, like, definitely still fucked me up in a way. Well, it was just like rougher. Oh uh, well, like that's where I started doing drugs at. Mm. You know. And yeah. like Patterson's Patterson's fucking. And like the teachers kind of knew about it. They mm. didn't give a fuck. And now that I'm a grown man, I realized that some of the teachers were perverts. Because mm. they used to talk about, like, the female students to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, trying to be cool and shit. Like, oh. There's always some, like, weird shit. But now I'm like, bro, you were, like, 30 years old and mm. I was an eighth grader. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I was, it's like such a weird blur. It's weird because yeah. like you don't. I mean, connect. I notice like you notice like weird dynamics and shit around like Manchester had it a couple. Not like nothing happened while we were there. At least we know of. But you could see like the chicks like starting to like flirt with like the teachers and shit because they're just getting to that age. Especially like, when they start to reach like senior year and shit. That happened in, um, in PV. Mm. And I was, me and Emery were in the class. Yeah. With the teacher and the girl. Well, oh, oh yeah, well, the teacher. Well, oh, I think I, yeah, I heard about that shit. Yeah, he was but, a football coach. Yeah, damn. He, bro, he was, the fucked up part is he was my, he's my favorite teacher I've ever had. Yeah. He was so cool. Mr. Ip was like that with us at Hailden. I went to Hailden Public for like a year and around like eighth grade. And fucking, uh, Mr. Ip was like the nicest teacher, bro. He was like a really cool dude. 
He would fucking, uh, he would, we would watch CSI. It was a fucking science class. I don't know why we were watching CSI. He was, like, trying to justify it. But <laughs> we were watching CSI. He probably just wanted to catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just trying to, like, <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck that had to He's do trying with to science. Catch, <laughs> He's trying to catch up on the clock. So fucking, uh, but he was cool. Like, he was, like, this dude that played hockey, short dude. And then, uh... I think his wife left him. He would come in and he had like a little bit of an attitude. He had like the hockey dude's attitude. And then like I think his wife left him and then he just like, he was just wild. Like it was like fucking like three county police. I could be wrong. But like he was just wilding afterward. But it was like fucked up because he was like the coolest dude. Like we were just watching CSI and like, you know, the only class I had like an A in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and But you know, it's kind of weird, bro. Because you're like... Cause now we're like, bro, come on, you were a grown ass man. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so you got out of school, so you got head to high school and shit. And then I went to PV, and then I went to Clifton High. And my mom always says that putting me in Clifton High was one of the worst decisions she's ever made. Why? She says that she she says that she regrets that shit every day. <laughs> Bro, Clifton High was bad, bro. Like, you think because it's Clifton, like, nah, bro, that shit. First of all, there was 3,000, over 3,000 students in there. Mm. Was it just, like, runoff from Patterson and shit, too? It, Manchester it, was It's in like between that. Patterson and Passaic. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, work. So, bro, the first day I was in that school, the first kid I met, his name Ooh. was Anthony, too. His name was Anthony Muse, though. Shout mm. out to Muse. First question out this kid's m- mouth. You smoke weed, bro. <laughs> bro, I, um, at the end of the day, on my first day, I was robbing kids on the uh, on the train tracks with the other kids. Jesus Christ. <laughs> with the other Patterson kids. Because uh. they're like, yo, you're from Patterson, right? From the west side. Dude. And then, like, they linked me up with other kids from the west side. Oh, uh, where? And then they're like, all right. I bet we're gonna show you show you how we get down in Clifton High. And then and then after school we went to some train tracks. It's called Red Dirt. Mm-hmm. And like that's where where like all the stoners hang out and shit. Mm-hmm. But like we went there and we just started taking psychics from kids. That's that's when the psychics were like Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then bro, I, I stopped going to class, started doing more drugs. Mm. I got involved in like gang shit crime mm-hmm. like outside of school like real shit you know how it starts out like like that like like, like kind of kid shit and then it, ends and then up, it, yeah, it graduates to like now you're now you're like walking around with guns for no reason type of shit like, yeah and you're like robbing people and it's not funny anymore yeah. people stop talking to you because they're scared of you yeah. they don't trust you it's weird it's it's strange it's just going through going through life man it's like and it's crazy because uh, I was just talking to my boy about this. Like, that shit, sometimes it doesn't fully leave you. Because, you know, like, now I'm, a, now I'm a photographer and I've done all these crazy things and all this and that. And people see that. But sometimes they still hold on to that. That, that old image of you. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like I've they, noticed that a lot, bro. They're like, oh, yo, like. To, oh my god I can't believe you did all these things and then like you ask them like yo like oh is it cool if I stay with you for a few days oh nah I was hanging out with Andrew you know what I'm my, my buddy Andrew you know of, uh, Andrew Morales oh, oh. no okay my buddy Andrew he was, uh, he was a good fighter back in high school bro this guy would fight like I, I was I was actually I was a big fan of his fights cause he was like this motherfucker would like box but he's yeah. a cool dude. I didn't really hang out with him that much. I actually hang out with him that more. He's a really, really calm dude. He's uh, always, always on like East Main. And fucking, uh, it's weird because he's not really like, he's like a father now. And like, he just wants to fucking, wants a calm life and shit. Yeah. But people are like always trying to test him to like, he was saying that like, I, I had him on a podcast, but I can't release it because he was just screaming into the microphone. <laughs> and he'll do that fucking uh, uh, what's it called yeah man fucking he was just saying like like how people like later on like they won't they want to see him pop off because he just had a he like you know it was like part of like his thing back then I was always just a graffiti artist bro I always it's, it's it's fucked up bro because it's like it doesn't matter how far away you can get from it mm. like 
you think you're that you, or, or how far you think you got away from it and then it's just like people are just like oh nah wait, wait I, like and then you know there's still people that don't talk to me over shit that i did which i get but i'm mm. like i paid my karma for all that yeah well now you kind of have like your that's the that's what i really enjoyed about the whole thing bro so i was like yeah we have to record this shit is that you have like you kind of got like a rebirth bro you know yeah know I mean? like, like yeah like I, that whole like this whole photography thing really started from from that like uh, it's like that was the rebirth like that was the, yeah. the start of a new me you know because when I started it I was like I'm not gonna lie bro I was like a couple steps away from putting a fucking bullet in my head you know what I'm saying mm. like I was in a really fucked up place and I just felt like I was like bro I need to I need to express myself and I, I like I didn't know how I knew I wasn't good at rapping I'm not good at poetry mm. I thought pictures are cool so I'm like you know, like, I'll buy a camera, let's see what happens. And I was just, I wanted to do street shit and nature shit. I did not want to deal with people at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wasn't even thinking about getting paid, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit wasn't even... This is the release of it, bro. Yeah, and then I did it, and people were like, yo, you're really good at this. Yeah. And then one thing led to another, and shit. Now here I am. Now, uh, yeah, now I do this shit as a professional career. Like it's like a whole big shift. Yeah, but the origin of it of like you like fucking finding the camera again, man, that was fucking awesome. Like it's, uh, but you're not the first one, bro. That it's like, uh, I've like I've talked to a lot of people on this, but like, and it's weird that a lot of the artists we end up having this thing. Like I found my base, like my early twenties, bro. I was mad lost. I was like. Uh, I basically, I don't really have a family that, like, my grandmother's a good, like, grandmother, but, like, my dad is, like, a piece of shit. My mom, like, my mom just supported me until I was, like, 18, and then I was, like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't even do anything wrong. I was, like, a pretty calm kid. I do graffiti, but that was the only thing I did. Yeah. But, uh, what's it called? Uh, like, so I was mad lost, and I couldn't, like figure out what I wanted to do in life I was just like a waiter and then I was like you know I was like fuck it maybe I'll be a cook or go to school like I mean normal normal kid thing yeah. and uh I, I it'll be 10 years this year on June that I kind of chose the path of a filmmaker because I was living in Brooklyn and uh I was living in Bushwick uh and my fucking uh I was a photographer and I was uh, I was making music and I was like okay at making music i really wanted to be a producer like i wanted to be like dj premiere and shit and uh i was doing photography because i had my ex-girlfriend's camera and i would just fucking like fuck around with it and i I, and then i found like i i left i was living in this kung fu dojo in like a loft over here which may uh manny from fucking manchester never i was gonna say manchester manny from manchester was doing karate down there and some serendipity shit like my principal from high school was studying like kung fu in my basement in, my, in this brooklyn apartment i was renting i was a block away from my girlfriend that's crazy it's a nutty shit yeah but then i was there and i would like sit there and i would like meditate and do all this shit and then uh i like realized i never left new jersey and i'd like save money so i dipped and i went to la and i wanted to figure out who the fuck i was in a place that i didn't know anybody right. and fucking uh man i found it like i found filmmaking i was watching a movie called barry linton and uh the I was looking at the photos, man. I was like, yo, these are like all like, I mean, the, the, the frames of the film. And I was like, yo, these are all like paintings. Like, this is like the most beautiful. And I just fell in love with the shit, bro. But then, you know, it's like weird because like, I'll get sidetracked, man. I'll do like jobs and I'll do this and that. And then, but I've been, it's been 10 years of like, I was like, yo, I'm going to be a filmmaker because like, this is like, I can make, it's like music and fucking photography i don't have to like sacrifice shit in life i just really want to do this yeah and bro i lived in a van you know what i mean i was like live, and i was just studying like fucking film books in a van bro and fucking i went to school and fucking like i just i've been doing it consistently for like 10 years and it's like even now bro it does like like you know i don't even have like a reservoir dogs or some shit but it's like you know like even when like there's like the darkest times like getting involved in fucking murders and shit it's like dude like i had a situation right so i was growing weed in northern california and fucking uh 
there was a, a fire two houses up from me and I'm in the middle of the woods. You know what I mean? Like there's like there's some space but it's like we're all in the woods. You know what I mean? This guy sets his house on fire and it's during like the summer and everything's catching fire. It's like all the wildfires just plague the entire fucking coast. Uh, and I'm there bro and I got my girlfriend and my dogs and you know what I mean? Like the fucking fire's going over there. I just put my whole like life savings into these fucking plants and I just I hurled mad soil. You know what I mean? I left like a relationship. I did mad shit. You know what I mean? I left my entire LA life to come up here and like try to like make something. Like you know what I mean? Make like some fast money to be able to like fucking get my life together or make a film and uh bro that shit all up top it's all caught on fire and i'm there and you only have like i had a we had a toyota camry like a 92 toyota camry and fucking in that moment you know you got like fucking you know shovels and the plants and fucking you know like books and shit like that you only have like five ten minutes to react and i took uh i remember what i took i took my camera I took my editing computer and I took like some hard drives and shit. And I was like, yo, if fucking, you know, if all my, if my entire crop burned down, I would still be a filmmaker, bro. And that's where you end Damn. up finding your shit, bro. That's, that's when you dope. realize your shit's real. It's like, if I had to restart with an entire trade, I would still do that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, bro, this is like, I said, a couple other people too. My one buddy was telling me about his podcast, how he got into podcasts. It's kind of the same situation, but a lot of the artists, man. That's what I've seen is consistent in a lot of this, like, things. It's kind of structured, this shit, but it's not really structured, but it's, like... I've noticed that, too, especially yeah. with photographers. Yeah. They all start out, like, super depressed. Or, like, in a dark place. Well, it takes fucking courage, bro. It really t- it takes... It takes mad courage to just be in this trade, bro. Because it's, like... There's so many, like, different things. People, like, are like, Oh, I can be a fucking dog. Just taking yeah. fucking iPhone photos of their food and shit. But, like... It really takes like a takes path, a and the ground, the grounding of it, is what's so fucking important to it, man. Yeah, is that, like it's, it's, especially when you know some people are in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like. Um, yeah, bro. They just want to fucking take photos of naked checks. Yeah, people. <laughs> see, people see my fucking page and they DM me saying all these crazy shit, thinking I'm gonna be cool with it, and I'm just like. What do you mean? Well, like, yo, send me photos of this chick's pussy. Nah, like, like, oh, like, bro, I don't know how you do it. I would, like, fucking whip it out or some shit. Really? <laughs> you know nah, what I'm saying? that's fucking, uh... And I'm just like, bro, you're a fucking animal. You have no self-control. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, bro, fucking, uh... I don't know, man. Yeah, bro, your origin story was fucking was amazing. Yeah, so, the fucking, you know... I was I was super depressed. I happened to have a lot of money at the time because um, I married somebody for for their papers. Mm. <laughs> I All married right, an immigrant for her Been papers. Been in the same situation with some Russians. Uh, she paid me a couple thousand dollars, so I, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna get a camera. Mm-hmm. But and then this was the end of 2019, <laughs> and then. Um, the pandemic comes. So I'm like, fuck, because I had a couple of shoots lined up and then pandemic came and it just um, it just ruined it. So, so for the whole 2020, like I don't really like to count that as my first year as a photographer because I kind of just had a camera. I wasn't really shooting. Hmm. You're just getting like your, your grounding. Yeah. And Remember then, what kind of like shit you were trying to shoot at the time? Yeah, I was doing a lot of street, street and um, like just street and like fucking nature. Hmm. That's it. I wasn't really doing like portraits or like stu- mm. I was doing no studio work. I had no idea how to use flash or nothing. I didn't know shit really. Mm. And then <clears throat> um, September 2020 came, and I, I got into a situation with my old roommate, mm-hmm. where she ended up stealing all all my stuff, including my first camera. So um, I called some of my 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 female friends that came over. They, did, they tried to talk to it, like to her about it at first, but she was drunk, so she started yelling at them. Mm. One thing led to another, and they jumped her. Mm. 
They beat her up. And I'm just like, you know, you don't come to somebody else's town and steal their shit and, and, yeah. and think nothing's going to happen to you. So then <clears throat> um, I didn't want to give up names, so I had to turn myself in. I spent like two weeks in jail, came home. I was fucking like hopping around couch to couch, like friend to friend mm. in the same outfit for like a couple of weeks. It was bad, bro. And then finally my mom felt bad enough to let me stay with her. And I had to raise the money to get a new camera. And, you know, that was hard. You know, as a man, you're like, fuck. Like, yeah. I'm like asking for help and... But it's the tool. I'm like bro. begging for money, you know what I'm saying? On the but internet, dude, it's, it's for a fucking camera. Yeah, but like, so I had quote unquote friends. Yeah. Who told me straight up, I can never do that. As yeah. A, like as a man, I would never do that. Yeah. So so. Nah, fuck that, bro. Yeah, that's why I said quote unquote because it was crazy because they were talking shit, they were watching people donate. Yeah. And th- th- well, they were that's like, how you weed people out, bro. They that's were like, yo, I can't believe all these people are giving you this money. Yeah. Mind you, they didn't give me shit. They were just watching. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So So then I people got the money. People judge you, bro, but it's like, bro, you're just you're trying to get money to get your tool back. Yeah, and look at where I am now because I did that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Bro. So I got the money within a week, which surprised the shit out of me. Mm. So, so then I had a moment where I was like, you know, I didn't have shit. I lost everything. I didn't have clothes. I didn't have, you know, like, I, I was bummy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I could use this money for so much shit right now. So it's like, if I'm going to buy a camera with this shit, I'm going to give it my all. Like, it's either, it's go big or go home. Damn, so this is like I, get rich or die trying type shit. Yeah, bro. <laughs> just go draw back to so, G Unit, bro. I, I was like, <laughs> and um, also I'm like, man, like, I made this whole big scene on the internet about buying a new camera, and then if I don't buy this camera, it's gonna make me look crazy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are gonna be like, yo, what happened to my money, bro? Like, yeah. what'd you do with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I got the camera right, and then this is why I say. Like, I was meant to do this shit, right? Yeah. Because then this app came out. It's called, It was called um, Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. That shit came out. And I don't know if you remember, but in the beginning... It was, it was, it was awesome. It was invite only. Yeah, yeah. So, I bought a new camera. And, you know, I still didn't know shit. Because I wasn't really shooting before anyway. Yeah. And then, boom, this app just happens to come out, right? And mind you, nobody's outside because of the pandemic. Everybody's inside. Yeah. So I met all these professional, high-level fucking photographers and models. And I got cool with them. And I spent hours on this app with these people, talking to them. Yeah. And just soaking up knowledge. Like, Like, hours, bro. Like, I remember when I first found that app, we had a room open for 14 days straight. Yeah. Like, we were just in and out of that room, the same room, and yeah. we were just like, bro, spending all day on that shit, just good, talking, bro. bro. And those were the people that motivated me to start traveling. Really? And and the first two places I went to was L.A. and Miami. Huh. The first two times I went, I paid for them. And then I went back a bunch of times, and I went for free because of those first two times. Because mm. I networked my ass off. Yeah. And especially in Miami, I go there for free all the time. Yeah. So, like, those people, like, there won't ever be another situation where I'll have that, that access to all that knowledge ever again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about, like, Peter Hurley and, like, those types wait, of Wait, wait, you were talking to Peter Hurley? All, on a regular basis, Wow. Bro. Like, those type of people, bro. Wow. Like, that's crazy, high-level photographers, bro. Yeah. Like, shout out to uh, Shot by Sham. Like, if you look up Shot by Sham, he's another one. There's a few other people, bro. Like, huh. they just put all their knowledge into my head and I was just soaking it up. Dude, that's great, bro. And oh that's, my God. that's that's beautiful. Bro. That, that's, that's a beautiful story. That's really what 
why pe people are so blown away when I'm like, yeah, I've only been doing this shit for two and a half years. And it's because I, I skipped a whole bunch of years of error because I had the privilege of talking to all those amazing people, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what's crazy is you say you've only been practicing for, since fucking 2020. Yeah, that's and I still, I still, I still talk to them to this day. We're still in the group chat. Yeah, yeah, where, like, bro? And like that, sh that app, Clubhouse, changed my life, bro. Wow. Changed, completely changed my Clubhouse, life. Clubhouse, huh? Now, crazy. now the app is shit. I did, talk, I did, I did talk to Just Blaze over, over the fucking Clubhouse. Yeah, Clubhouse is great. These intermediaries now, to be able to speak to the world is crazy, bro. Now, now the app is shit. Cause it's open to the public but when i was on it it was it was only iphone and only invite yeah like there was no other way in yeah and i got invited on a whim like somebody just invited me on, on some like fucking yeah. shit and i just i took it way se more serious than that person and pff, that shit changed my life bro <laughs> like, yeah bro that's <laughs> it changed my life bro that's fucking crazy they had so much knowledge like that like it was at a point where like we started talking about charging people to be in the room because it was like probably should <laughs> i mean <laughs> it never happened but that's good though bro but like think about it like well but th that shit really it's like a master class it set me up for yeah. it set me up for success bro and then you know um i just practice 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 which means free shoots mm -hmm. you know a lot of people who start out photography ask me how i got so good and i say practice but that means i, I was shooting for free a lot yeah. a lot of people don't want to do that but well your portfolio is sick bro even back in the day you were working with light like fucking like wonderfully thank you man. Yeah, yeah. Me too it's yeah. only gotten better too i've noticed man you're fucking that's but that's how bro because i, I still shoot for free sometimes mm. Like, and I don't think I'll ever stop just because I love shooting that much. Yeah. That I would rather shoot than not shoot. Yeah. Even if I have to. Bro, not only have I shot for free, I've had to pay to shoot. Yeah. I've had to pay models. I've had to pay for studio time. Yeah. For lights. Yeah. That shit didn't start paying off right away. You nah, know? but you gotta take, you gotta gamble on yourself, bro. That's your school and shit. But I like, think about all the people that have to sit there. Well, you got your school via Clubhouse. Think about that. Like, you had, like, these are your lecturers. Yeah. And, like, you could just dial yourself in. Uh, people are going to school and they're like, I, w I went to film school. Film school was not necessarily, like, I got, I, I actually learned the most when I was in the van. That ass. I would, I would watch three films a day. That was how. That's how I like got all my imagery. Like I wasn't yeah. a visual artist at all. I was just like a guy with a camera. But I, I learned the frames of filmmaking, how how you yeah. can communicate a story via that shit. Yeah. But you learn the most by like the, the that shit. But the other shit, bro, is like it's just networking and very very basic shit that you can teach yourself. Networking is big. Ah, oh, sometimes it's bigger than even the fucking art, bro. It's yeah, bro. Up. Because a little some, fucked up in that thing. No, it's super fucked up because I know people who are who are way better positions than me and they can't fuck with my work at all mm. you know what i'm saying yeah just because of the who they know yeah but that's how i know that you know once the right pair of eyes sees my shit it's, yeah. it's over yeah like i'm out of here yeah, yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. out of here but you know because you know i'm doing good but i'm nowhere near where i want to be yeah yeah nah. So, I'm the same, man. I feel like I finally, after the, the couple years, bro, I feel like right now, after like this, all this time of struggling, I finally found like a style or like a voice. Right. It's like this is kind of what my thing ends up being. I just never end up doing a lot of studio time. It's, it's the one thing I hate most about filming. It's actually why I'm studying painting right now. It's just because like I love I love taking photographs, and I'm like, all right, cool. But it's like I, I keep like repeating, not necessarily repeating, but it's like I feel like my shit is different subjects different places different ways of viewing yeah but i have like my eyes already gravitating towards this shit i started studying painting because like uh and filmmaking too filmmaking so fucking hard bro i my last film was like a year and a half ago and it wasn't even anything crazy it was like just fucking you know 
whatever. Yeah, it's a lot, but but yeah, it's just the logistics and knowing people and like trying to raise money and all this. It's like barrier here, barrier here, barrier here, barrier here, barrier here. With uh, with, even with photography studio session, it's like I, I hate the logistics of like, are right, you gonna be here? All right, you want like you know, what I, mean? I like it. It's whatever, but like a lot of stuff can go wrong. That's why I end up going on the street, bro. It's like just yeah. like I, I I found all my voice on the street. The street is dope. Yeah. But it's it's strange. It's like, it's uh, it's like uh, it's finding where your eye is going, and it's like, and when I end up looking at the subjects, and like, I feel like I fall in love with the things, like not necessarily, but like in a, in, a, in a metaphorical sense, but like I fall in love with the subject, and like you know, now like I now I'm like going towards painting because it's like I don't want to be like, I don't want to I don't want to stop. You know what I mean? I don't want to have this like barrier, even if it's yeah. like yo, I could be like fucking have nothing and i can still make something you know what i mean it's like that too bro it's like yeah you know like it's so hard to make a film bro for real that's why um my last post <laughs> is just like a a, a white background because i'm like because hmm. you know so a lot of people talk shit about my work some people say oh like it's only good because He's he he's in a set. He's on a set, so yeah. the set makes it look dope. Oh, so I'm like, bro, all right, bet. Fuck those two. Who is following? So you, I'm so so I'm like, all right, bet. No set. Here's no set. Just Damn. a straight white background, and this is still shitting on all your work. Damn. But like, I don't like to say that I have a style, and I don't like when people tell me that because but, like even certain style. Because I, I I feel I feel like it puts me in a box. Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel like. Not necessarily with photography. I just feel like I end up producing the same, like not necessarily the same image. I know my shit is like good, and I enjoy my sh- I like I enjoy my shit. Yeah. But I like I I feel like you know I want to like I gotta you gotta open it up. You have to like dive into the deep end a little bit in order to fucking get anything like new. You know what I mean? Right now I've just yeah. been doing these noise paintings, bro. They're like it's just it's just like how the camera sees the sensor, like you know what I mean. Like shit, it's trying to figure out how to do something more because I don't want it to be stuck. Yeah. You know what I mean. Painting is dope. Yeah. Painting is cool. Yeah. I've always wanted to try it, but it's it's honestly, bro. I'm in the same boat. It's it's uh, I don't. I'm not good. I'm really not good. I'm not. A, I'm not a good like, fucking. I'm a novice at it, bro. But you gotta. Nah, serious, but you got to take those chances too, bro. It's like, you know, if you don't do... Rick Rubin's got a really good quote. This guy, uh, he said, uh, it was the thing for this thing. was do the work and the work will do the rest. True. Yeah. That's real shit. Uh, yeah, That's bro. real shit. Because, like, you know... Sometimes I don't I don't put out work for a long time and I still get booked. Yeah, bro. Well, the thing is, your work is speaking for itself at that point, bro. You did the work, bro. You know what I mean? You spent the time. You spent days in the fucking in in the clubhouse. Yeah, in the clubhouse. And, and I spent the money with the f- fucking renting out studios and all that yeah. shit. But you, it's because you're able to take the risk on yourself that the shit like you know it pays. It's weird. Is a, I don't and I don't give a fuck about spending money yeah. towards my career. Like a, pe- a lot of people are, are like super cheap and like I'm not like that. When it comes to that, yeah, take Go. take it all. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like because I know it's gonna come back. You're betting on yourself at that point. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, yeah. But I don't want to say bet because bet is more like a gamble. No, it's like no, no, no. investment. Yeah, yeah. Because I like. Because even if you're wrong, bro, it's still like lessons. Like you know what I mean? Like like I took I I bet on myself with the with the cannabis shit when mm-hmm. we were with the cannabis farm, and I was like okay, and I was I was a good grower, but it was like you know like I I, I actually took an L the first year. Like I didn't I didn't make any money. I actually lost money on the whole run, and fucking uh, dude, I just learned from it, you know. Yeah. And it's just it's. It's gotten to like, you know, but then it was like little instances in life, bro. Like life ends up guiding us in these in these in these situations to be in positions that we're in. Yeah, bro. It's a wild trip. You were telling me about how uh how you were playing basketball with your son in the fucking In the same school where 
I had that fight. Yeah. On the same playground, the same court, the same basketball court. Yeah. Where I had that fight where I got expelled. I'm playing with my eight-year-old son. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, another thing that's crazy, too, is like a few days ago, I was at my doctor for for like a heart exam because mm-hmm. I've, I've been having some like weird heart shit going on. And I, I and from his office, I could see the the school. Oh, it was shit. right behind it. So that's another mind fuck I had. I was like, bro, I remember playing in that shit as a kid, and now here I am, in this doctor's office, terrified of fucking news I'm about to hear. Because, yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know if it's gonna be good or bad. Yeah. Thank God it was good. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, I'm over here like with potential heart problems as a 30 year old man and right over there is where I used to play as a kid it was just so weird like I'm like damn so that's really the reason why I went back to that to that playground was because of that so then I took my son over there and it was just like it was so surreal being there I felt like I was dreaming (laughs) cause like it looked exactly the same as I remember crazy did you get any like white flashes and shit i had some shit so i get some shit all the time man like uh because after after the whole thing like you know growing cannabis and everything man that's weird because i i saw you when i came back and when i came back it was like i was just i'd just come back i think like a month ago a month before i saw you and uh I was just hanging out with Chaney and uh, and Danny. Shout out to shout out to Ripe Studio. Shout out to yeah. uh, Chain's Cold Bands and Dope Provision. Shout uh, out Ripe Studio. I love them. Yeah, I love you guys too. I miss you guys. Sorry, I haven't been over there. Yo, they Ripe Studio was my first studio shoot. Yeah, opening fucking mad doors, bro. It's good, bro. Fucking saved my ass too, bro. When I, when I came back, it was like I end I ended up in my childhood home. And fucking, you know, after, and while I was growing weed, bro, my grandfather died. And I, t- I take his name. I actually, I used to be under a different last name. My last name's really Oliver. And fucking, Matthew Oliver. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, fucking, I, uh, but when I was out there, I, like, when I became a filmmaker, well, my dad is kind of a deadbeat. Like, you know what I mean? And it was like, I didn't want to really honor him with it because he didn't really do anything. You know yeah. what I mean? And my grandfather sacrificed everything to come to America and bring the family and fucking build shit up and uh you know he gave my dad everything my dad just kind of dropped the ball so i ended up having to do like you know a bunch of fucking random showers i've been in the hood for like a long time bro like you know what i mean i was in south la and then fucking i was in the woods which is like the hood of fucking whatever and then like you know what i mean like like, like you know what i mean it's like fucking it, it's not the best place nobody like really chooses to go to the woods there's like a, always a reason yeah uh so fucking uh, i was back bro and i was back in my childhood home after eight, nine years of being, like, on the West Coast and fucking, uh, you know, uh, it was that was one of the first, like, few, like, events that I had been to. I mean, I'd, I'd like, booked to, to, like, you know, be a filmmaker, you know what I mean? Because it was weird. After all the time that I spent in the woods, I spent, like, five years in the woods. And, like, you know, you can't really film. You, I, we did projects, you know what I mean? There would be, like, one film a year or we do, like, this. But it's, like, there's no subjects out there. It's just trees. You know what I mean? There's nothing like when I got to the city, I was like, and it was like after the whole murder sh- situation. So it's like I felt like my time that I had after it, because the murder could have went one or two ways, bro. You know what I mean? And I felt like my time, like how you didn't get the kid, like you didn't stab the kid, so you didn't have to spend like the seven years, right? Yeah. I felt that every moment. I still feel like because it hasn't even been seven years since the murder thing. I feel like every moment outside of that shit bro is a is like a moment that was given to me you know what i mean so when i yeah. that's why i love photography and that's why i take my pieces like i take them so serious because it's like this moment would not exist my the moments that i have my fa- my family my grandmother you know what i mean like you know your life would be a completely different way but you know now uh now it's strange you know what i mean i, I got I've, I've met you like a month after that shit bro and i was i was working with ripe on, on the on an event i think it was like Something that Z, no, it wasn't even Z's. It was uh, a Trill Night. Shout out to fucking, shout out to Euro. It I was seen. Trill Night. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, fucking. Uh, shout out to Euro, man. That's yeah, private flight Euro. Shout out to Bleak, too. I saw Bleak earlier today. Word. I see Bleak on random places there. Shout, the fucking out, day, shout out Bleak. <laughs> fucking, but yeah, bro. I fucking, uh, I saw you, man. And I was like, and I was like, 
And I was like trying to piece it together and it was weird. And I was like, but I remember, like I said, I remember the fucking, I remember the baby blue fucking G-Unit shoes. And I remember Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> yeah, those shoes are legendary. And it's, man. you know, yeah, they were fucking legendary, bro. I was like, yeah, this is fucking everybody, sick. Everybody was buying those shoes, bro. <laughs> yeah. Those shoes, those shoes were $80 at that time. That's a lot of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Grand Theft Auto Vice City was like 40 bucks, bro. That was a lot of money, too. For the fuck fucking, is going on with the economy, bro? For fucking game. <laughs> now games are like $70, bro. Yeah, bro. Fuck that shit. Anyway, fucking, uh, yeah, man. Like, it's just like all those moments, man. The moments like, you know, after the murder was all just like shit that's given to you. Moments like the reason that didn't go down that way is like a moment given to you. The fucking the, the GoFundMe for the shit you know what i mean and like having the yeah. situation happen and having to really dial in instead of having like i got you know i mean people could have a camera just sitting around bro you know you don't fuck around i have my fucking you know it's just like it just collects dust it can yeah but it's like i i put like you know i'd focused on becoming a filmmaker but you know after after going to the murder thing and after like you know like dealing through all this shit bro it was like you know i was like i don't have a lot of time you know what i mean i don't have time to really waste too it's like you know like i have to like do this you yeah, know bro this is, this life, is, what is, it short. is. life is short life is beautiful bro you make it a little bit more beautiful each yeah. day and it's crazy because there was a lot of situations like you know leading up to me being a photographer that could have went left yeah <laughs> that could have you know that I, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now so what that's why i always say i was born to do this shit even though it happened late it happened at the right time though all right damn where uh where can we find you on social media bro stills by christian um on instagram that's my only page right now, but I'm working on a website and shit. All right, what? So once I get the website, I'll, I'll put it in my bio. But stills by Christian on Instagram right now. Stills by out. Christian. Yeah. Uh. Not. I I didn't want to be shot by Christian. You know, everybody. <laughs> everybody's a shot buyer. Is it shot by? Uh, everybody's a shot buyer or or so and so shot it. Yeah. Or something like that. I want to be stills, you know, still frames. Where? All right, ladies and gentlemen, stay beautiful. It was a beautiful conversation. Yes, sir.